Hello. Hello. Hi. We're we're recording audio. On we're a, doing a we're doing holy shit. We're doing a, a podcast. Yeah. It's been a minute. It has been a minute. Well, we had some problems. It's been a minute and a half. Yeah. Man. I mean, if you're listening, welcome to the Shane and I podcast. Before we get all, uh, you know, talking about why we haven't been podcasting for a minute. Yeah. The, uh, yeah. So welcome. Hi. Hi. If you're a one listener, you know, we appreciate you. If you're still out there. Um, so yeah, we. Uh, We've had to kind of reformat what we talk about on our podcast. We can no longer give advice on love and stuff. Well, maybe stuff, but definitely not love. I mean, you know, we can just take it with a grain of salt. We got to do a little bit of trouble with the love department. We did. Yes. Um, We got an email from somebody that tried doing something that we suggested. Love advice, because yeah. you know that's our specialty: well, giving advice about uh, love. Well, he had tried. He had tried going to one of those top secret furry parties. Yeah, in, in the email when yeah. we talked about the furry episode, which which we totally recommended. Yeah, you yeah, tried, but but he wasn't really invited to the furry party, so he kind of snuck into the furry party. And I guess there's bouncers at, at the furry, at, parties. At furry parties. Okay, and. He got kicked out of said furry party, and the bouncer kicked him in the nuts. It, well, you know, as a good, as a good, because he started mouthing off to the. He said all this in the email. He threatened to sue us because some guy kicked him in the nuts at a furry he, party. Well, for for the advice that he got from us, and he said he probably could. It was a scary enough email that I, in hindsight, I decided. Well, we decided, and that email, and then we got another email from some guy that tried hooking up with the girl, and she slapped him. So well, it's happened to everybody. Yeah, but I mean, people on the internet want to blame somebody, and I guess because we were given advice on love, we are the targets for, you know. Anyway, that's why we're not going to give advice on love anymore. I and if I, we do, I, and if we do, take it with a grain of salt. Yeah, I think I still will. I just think uh, Shane was giving bad advice. I don't know, man. I was telling people how to just be straight up with other people. I mean, if a girl yeah, well, slaps you, if a girl, right. if a girl slaps you, that means she's not interested. That's just the way I take it. Well, no, at and, least you gave and, it a shot. Yeah, that's absolutely the truth. But uh, if she slaps you, it's probably because you were a little too honest. Yeah, that that too. So we're gonna talk about stuff. We're gonna we're gonna focus in on some stuff, and uh, we've been we've also been we've Max and I well not together but separately we have gone on trips, seen some of this great nation of ours, this great great land of ours. I went to New Orleans. Max went to the great state of Michigan and Illinois and Illinois and Wisconsin and Wisconsin. Did you drink? Did you eat drink? Drink cheese curds. You can't drink cheese curds. I mean, I, I guess. You can if, if you, you like, well, blend you it can, up. Yeah, if you blend it, you can blend anything up and drink it. I yeah. guess. But I mean, did you uh, enjoy cheese curds in Wisconsin? The fucking a right, I did. Did they all have? Did they all talk with a weird accent? Uh, you're fucking a right. They did. Is that what they well, said? You know, actually, not all of them. Some of them. Did they say fucking a right? Is no, that none of them. None of them said fucking a right. I have that never, sounds like a thing they would say. I have there. never heard fucking a right out of any of their words. That would sound like the thing people in Wisconsin would say. I also imagine people in Wisconsin are, would be really into like Eddie Money or like well, Brian Adams. Who the fuck is Eddie Money and Brian Adams? Who the fuck is it? I got two tickets to paradise oh yeah that's eddie money you know i uh uh i was listening to that song on on the way to my wedding as as the town of paradise was burning down 
Nice. I did. I, it wasn't on purpose, just so everybody on the internet knows. Right. It wasn't like, ooh, paradise is burning, so I'm going to listen to this song. It was on the radio. As it was happening, as and as happening. we were getting married, that's just an omen of things to come in your, in your relationship. Exactly. <laughs> it's going to burn it's, down. It's paradise, but it's going to burn down. <laughs> um, so I imagine people in Wisconsin would, would be into bands. like, and Maybe they're still into like 80s glam bands, too, like Warrant. And, and like Skid Row, well Skid Row not really, but like Warren and like and like and like bands that play state fairs now. Here's here's the thing about Wisconsin. I'm going to tell you the, the the honest truth about Wisconsin. They have the internet. Well, I know. So but... they're into all the same things that everybody else is. Okay, so like when I lived in when I when I lived in the Midwest, and I'm mm-hmm. just saying for me. And and I'm gonna say for the listeners, this was pre-internet. It was pre-internet, but they were behind a little bit. Like grunge had hit California by like the '90s or whatever. Yeah, and they, they and they started wearing plaid in '98. No, well, yeah, well, okay. <laughs> so okay, the whole glam movement started dying around '89, '90, somewhere in there, right? And when I lived in the Midwest, people were just gearing up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for, for glam for, for glam oh wow yeah and uh and wearing wearing makeup and shit like that thank god i never did that yeah or there's no proof that i did that well that's that's because there wasn't internet back thank then. god now that there's all internet the there's stuff, proof of everything thank god has. all the stupid stuff i did when i was younger there's no internet and people probably haven't held on to pictures for that long. Yeah, and, so, and people didn't just have cameras in their phones. No, the you had to go get shit developed. Yeah. And they probably looked at one of my pictures mm-hmm. and were like, who the fuck is that guy? And they threw it away. Mm-hmm. So that's what happened. That's one of the blessings for like living in three different states in three different years. Yeah. People would be like, who the fuck is that guy? And just threw my picture away. Or, you know, it, it's in a stack somewhere and someday somebody's going to go through it. And Maybe be like, they're listening right now and yeah. they're like, oh, wow, well, I got pictures of that homeboy. And they're going to be like, who the fuck is that guy? And they'll throw it away. Yeah. So, Or maybe they're listening right now and they're like, oh, I got pictures of that guy to prove that he was, you know, he was an idiot. Yeah. Uh, so if any of y'all find an old picture of a dude with long green hair. There well, you go. long green hair was later that on. was later on. Yeah, that was like... That was like 99. That was like closer to 2000. Okay. And I was like, I was on a lot of shrooms. No, I get that. I get and, that. And that's why I dyed my hair candy apple green. Sounded like it's, I get it. And there was a girl involved. Okay, yeah. No, both so, those things, shrooms and girls, will make you do stupid And I think stuff. I went to a Perfect Circle concert. Okay. With Nine Inch Nails. All right. So it was like... It was May- like 99, 2000. All right. Before I cleaned up my I, act. Sounds like a fun concert. I would I, love to I don't go. remember it. Well, but sure I know not. I went because I know there was a girl involved, <laughs> and I know she was she was the one that alluded the idea that having green candy apple green hair was kind of a hot thing, you know. And I'm all about impressing the ladies. Hey man, I've I've done some dumb shit to uh, get. And I didn't even get none because you know what? It turns out she made this big confession. What I do remember is coming to halfway into the night. Maybe it was after the concert, but she had made this big confession to me that she wasn't sure if she was into dudes and she might be into girls. Turns out years later, yeah, she's into girls. Hence the the long green hair. Yeah, I don't know if the long green hair had anything to do with it, but you know, I have vague memories of that night. All right. I have that conversation. I have like coming out, coming to during that conversation. Right. That's when the bummer hit you. Yeah. It's sober. I was, you like, up. I was like, okay, well, give me some more something. 
So yeah, my wilder years. Yeah, that's what we'll call. Right. So you know what I recently found out? Tell me. I recently found out I have a phobia. Oh. Maybe not a phobia. Maybe I have a, like more phobias than I realize. But I've come to find out that phobias are kind of a weird thing. We we could just say you are phobic. I'm phobic. Yes. Yes. And uh, it's been it's been weird. I used to clown people that would be like, oh, I have a phobia around X, Y, and Z or whatever it is they have a phobia around. And it's like, dude, really? Like, that's just silly. Like, somebody has a phobia of water. You know what I mean? Water getting sprayed on them. Like, I don't get it. Now, that said, phobias are, by definition, irrational. Yeah. Yeah. I know a guy that has a phobia of actually, like, if somebody's gardening... Mm-hmm. Like spraying water, he has a real phobia of somebody turning around and spraying him with water. Huh. All right. So I'm I'm phobic of getting poked in soft places. That's see, that's what I mean. Like I and I would I would probably clown people about stuff like that. And I clown my friend with my friend about the hosting for a while. Like oh, is it coming around? Is it coming? Oh oh oh. That's mean. Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> that's mean. But it was fun. This is why people slap you. Yeah, probably. We're back to the stopping. Anyway, so recently, about three months ago, I I developed um, something that I needed surgery on, and so I went to the doctor to set up. I, I went to the doctor, and I was like, the doctor was like, okay, well, this is this is what's going on. You need to have surgery. It's going to be an easy surgery. Blah 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 blah. We're going to put you under. Or I heard he there's two options. There's like you go to the twilight zone. He didn't say, it, but he was like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. the, not totally out of, but yeah, out they, enough. They give you the twilight juice. Yeah, the twilight juice. Or you could be completely knocked out. And I heard completely knocked out, and I was like, uh oh, uh oh. No way. Not like out loud or anything. Yeah. But that this phobia of being knocked out kicked in. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? I got all this other stuff to do. Like, you know what? I got a, I got a family reunion I got to go to. I got to, I got to, I got to work. Mm-hmm. Right. And I, and I need to do, I need to do, I need to get my haircut. Yeah. Um, I need to, you know, you know, whatever it was, I need to watch this new show on Netflix. Yep. I avoided these guys' call for like three months. Damn. Trying to set an appointment for the surgery. Uh-huh. And had all these other reasons, like why I didn't need to do the surgery right then and then. Right? Logical, like, not admitting that it was a phobia. And then at the time, not admitting that it was a phobia and that I was afraid of being put under. But having all these other defects, I guess there would be. Uh, What's the fancy word I'm looking for? Uh, denial? No, not denial. Like defensive mechanisms. Defense mechanisms. Defense mechanisms. Yeah. Yeah. That's, like a, that's the thing. Yeah. Right. They were coming up and like, oh, like, dude, you gotta, you gotta like, you know, I don't know. You gotta wash it. You gotta, you gotta help your roommate do something. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. I think I kept the lawn in the back. I took out all the weeds in the backyard at one point just to avoid thinking about doing this. Holy so shit, long story short, I go I go on my family reunion. My mom's like, yeah, you need to definitely have the surgery. It's not that big of a deal. You're in and out in like an hour and a half. The recovery's pretty easy. And uh, and so I came back and I made gave her my I gave my word. I was like, hey, look, I'm gonna I'll go make it another appointment. I'll set a date for the surgery and I'll actually show up this time. Mm-hmm. And so 
talking to another person just the other day and he brought it up. He was like, yeah, my friend has this weird phobia about being put under. And I was like, then it hit me. And I was like, yeah, because that, that's why I was afraid of going to the dentist for so long. I had afraid of what was gonna, I was afraid of what was going to happen to me while I was under. My, mind you, I probably enjoy what was going on up in my head, but I was afraid of like the people around me, what they were doing while I was knocked out. Yeah. So actually, when you get put under, nothing happens in your head. Well, yeah. You just come out a little late. Or they get, they're like these beta waves that like scrub everything clean every couple of seconds. It's yeah. weird. I heard a, I heard a podcast. So guys, yeah, li- listen. Podcast. Everybody listening, keep listening to podcasts. You might learn neat stuff. Neat stuff. So you heard a podcast? Yeah. That's all we're going to go with that? Fucking beta waves, man. Beta waves. Oh, that's what you were clearing up the beta waves. Beta waves. So yeah, man, I just, and I, and so I, in the last couple of days, I have come to the conclusion and I have accepted the fact that I have this phobia about being put under. And that's the reality of why I avoided this surgery for so long. So, everybody listening, the date of the surgery is August 20th. I will have a podcast up after the surgery and tell you how it goes. Yep. That is my word. Yep. Guys, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to be at the recovery room to record Shane as he's coming out of it. Ooh, yeah. For him to say some weird shit all blacked out. Yes. Yeah. Dude, I saw this funny thing about saying weird shit. I saw this thing. Don't don't clown me for saying this. <clears throat> I was flipping through the channels. Okay, for, I, for, before you, you know I'm going to clown you for saying this. I know. Okay. I was flipping through the channel and I t- had it on the Ellen show for a minute. And there was this girl. Have you seen this video? It's like viral, I guess. Um, there was this girl and she was knocked out from being at the dentist and she was coming to and, uh, and she was mumbling, mumbling, mumbling. I don't know what she was saying. And, and, and she was like, you know, I feel very good about having the surgery because Ellen DeGeneres was there. And the mom was like, Ellen DeGeneres was not at your surgery. <laughs> and then all of a sudden this girl flips out. She's like, what do you mean Ellen wasn't at my surgery? <laughs> and the mom was like, well, you're not really friends with her. Yeah, I am. We email all the time. She texts me all the time. We're buddies. Like, we <laughs> hang out. And it was actually pretty funny. And the mom was like, no, we don't. And she starts slamming her fist against the car, <laughs> talking about how her, her and Ellen are buddies. Anyway, she got on the show, and Ellen gave her this, like, big old pinup of herself with all these encouraging words. And she was like, you know, the next time you go to the dentist, just bring that. The next time they knock you out, just bring that, you know. Yeah. I'll be there. Oh, yeah. So, Dude, I want a big Ellen pinup now. With the positive encouraging words? Seriously. Hell, yeah. Every time I see Ellen DeGeneres, I feel a little better afterwards. You feel, right? You feel a little better about your life. Yeah. And, you know, I'm, I'm not even an Ellen fan. But every, am I. every time I, like, come across it, I feel a little better afterwards. Yeah, you're like, hey, yeah, I feel better. Yeah. Right. It's the opposite, though, if you watch It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah, but I love that show. I do too. Even though I always feel a little dirty. Afterwards. You feel so you feel dirty too. Just a little I feel bit, dirty. Yeah. yeah, I just been watching season thirteen recently, nice. and and I thought like like I loved the first five seasons were just like epic to me. Oh yeah, but yeah. Uh, I've caught up on all all the rest of the seasons, and they're all just equally good, equally. Ugh. They're fantastic. I'm, I'm re-watching the series right now. I'm yeah. on season 10. Yeah, see, I'm up to season 13 and because and, I'm re-watching it. And it's just like, I feel a little dirty after watching it, 
but yet I feel better. Yeah. Because my life doesn't suck that bad. Yeah. I, and I got like endorphins from laughter yeah. and everything. Yeah. The, true story. The only TV show that's ever made me do a spit take, you know, when you're drinking something yeah. and then you laugh and you just yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like a cannon, all the water comes yeah, out. Yeah. Always sunny. Dude, the other night I was watching it. I was at home and I thought I was by myself. And uh, it was on pretty loud and I was like dying laughing. I can't remember <laughs> what episode it was, but I was dying. And my roommate's walking up the stairs. She's like, she's like what is so funny? And I'm like, dude, it's always sunny. She's like, oh yeah, what episode? And she's like, yeah, that's a funny one. Yeah. Like if you meet anybody and you, if you ask them if they like it's always sunny in Philadelphia, mm-hmm. you're like instantly, you're like, oh yeah, you're cool. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, You know, you're all right. It's like, you like It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia and you like Star Wars? You're all right in my book. You know, I uh, I stayed with a guy in Tucson mm-hmm. and uh, and I, I was telling him I'm an Always Sunny fan. He's like, man, I've, I've just never watched it. And he was a hella cool guy. Right. But when he said that, I was, just, cool points. I was disappointed. Yeah. I was like, I'm not going to say his real name. I'll call him Jerry. Right. I'll be like, Jerry, come on. Man. Come on, man. You got to get with it. Yeah. You know, I was I was on the I was on the uh, I'm not watching my, It's Always Sunny for a while, mm-hmm. and somebody played somebody I don't know how it happened, but somebody I think it was you that actually we watched the pilot or something like that, and I was hooked after the pilot. I was like, oh, yep. uh, yeah, the and, and it's like so many shows you'll watch the pilot and you'll be like, yeah, I see how they saw the potential, right? But it's not that great, right? The pilot of Always Sunny is fantastic. Yeah, can't go wrong. Yeah. See, we're just blowing smoke up. It's always sunny. Hopefully. Yeah. Seriously. You, hey, 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 listen. It's one of those things, man. If you go through life and you meet people that like It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia and Star Wars, those are people you want in your life. Yeah. If they don't like either of those things and they don't like dogs, get them out of your life. Yeah. You, you know what we can throw into that category is maybe Trailer Park Boys. Yes. Although Trailer Park Boys in the later seasons... Yeah, been it quite was, as it was funny. not the same, yeah. They, but, the, after season seven, it, yeah, it was just the not first the same. like six seasons were oh my god, so funny. Mm-hmm. Like Jim Leahy's a perfect drunk guy, like just amazing stuff. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. But yeah, the later seasons, like it's the opposite with like It's Always Sunny. Like the later seasons of It's Always Sunny, I feel like have just gotten better. Yeah, no, seriously. You know what I mean? Like it, it's, it's not, just gotten it, really good progressively. It's not one of those shows that gets stale over time. Yeah. So, <laughs> all right, yeah, we're we're just hitting everything out of the park here. No, yeah, I like it. I like. We're it. on a roll. We're I talking like about it. stuff. Stuff, man. Stuff, stuff. There's stuff going on. Yeah. Did you hear about this Area 51 thing? Uh, you know, I like saw a headline, something about people bum rushing Area 51. Right. I, I don't know. What, right. what was that about? So there's this guy. He has this documentary on Netflix. His name is Bob. Starts with an L. We and just, I can't pronounce his we, last name. We could just call him Bob. You, we'll call him Bob. Yeah. It's a really good documentary. You should watch it if you get a chance. I can't remember the name of it off, my, off the top of my head. Anyway. He talks all about the secret shit they got in Area 51, mm-hmm. all the secret experiments they got in Area 51, mm-hmm. and, how we, and a bunch of other stuff. At the moment, it sounds like you're just talking about the History Channel, but continue. It's not. But Joe Rogan recently did a podcast with this dude, the guy the guy that did the did the thing. And somewhere in that podcast, it comes up about bum rushing as a joke. <laughs> Rogan brings up 
<clears throat> we should just bomb area. We should just rush area 51. Yeah. So the, all these internet fucks have taken it to the extreme and been like, oh yeah, yeah. Joe Rogan says we should, you know what I mean? That, well, yeah. That, Bob, what's his name says we should just bomb rush area 51. And now all these people are talking about going to Area 51 and we're going to see what's all the secret and they can't stop us all. Dude, it's like, you know what? That's the U.S. Army. Yeah, they can stop you all. And they, if they have UFO shit, they have secret weapon shit. Yeah. That can stop you all. Not just that. There's some real not secret weapon shit that can stop them all. Yeah. Like, have you heard of the sound cannon? Yeah. And they got mines all over that shit. Yeah. They Behind got, the barbed wire fence or whatever, if you walk in there, they got mines that'll blow your ass up. They got fucking microwave guns that, that make y'all hot and sick yeah. on the inside. And then if they don't hear from you for a while, so say you make it all the way into Area 51 somehow. You know what the, what happened then? They're going to keep your ass locked up in a fucking deep, dark cave and not even tell everybody that they have you. They just won't even say anything that they have you. Yeah. And then they'll fucking conduct alien goddamn experiments on you. Fucking probing, man. Yeah, they're gonna probe they're gonna shit give you, you to the goddamn mothership. Yeah. Hey, and if you if that's your dream and you want that shit to happen, by all means go. But I'm staying away from all that bombing, storming area. Oh no, absolutely. Shit. I'm with you, man. Also, on the topic of like aliens and probing, did you hear about that guy in Texas? No. All right, so a dude in Texas, he's in his seventies. He got arrested for like countless instances of over the past fifty years abducting people. Pretending to be an alien probing and probing them. them. <laughs> Over the last fifty years, he like countless, countless instances That's some, of like, this. supernatural. And shit. I feel like all these stories of people getting probed by aliens, they're all actually this guy? they're actually just this guy's victims. <laughs> that would be so horrible. Could you imagine? Like for years, for years, you're convinced, and you live in and you're like, I was probed by aliens. Like I got the proof. I was fucking. They fucking diddled me. I was fucking probed by aliens. They fucking did shit. Yeah. Right? And all of a sudden you hear this story and you realize that like, maybe... Like, it was just that pervert from Texas. And you were in Texas around that time. Yeah. And you're like, motherfucker. God damn it. It's like you just can't catch your breath. I'm all fucked up. The only thing I had going for me in life was this alien probing story. Yeah, I fucking lost my friends because they thought I was crazy because yeah. the aliens. Now, maybe it's looking like, hey, you know what? It's just Here's... a pervert from Texas. And you're fucking crazy. Yeah. Right? But no, no, dude. He would like, he like had a mask and shit. He really? Put on... He went to the whole night, oh, huh? Yeah, he put on a costume. I think he gave people drugs and shit. Wow. Like he really went out of his way to make this whole alien abduction experience for them. And he didn't charge up anybody? No, uh, but he did. You know there's people out there that would, that would if he would have just set it up like like a legit thing mm -hmm. and said, okay, you know, posted it out on Craigslist. I'm really into abducting people and I'll even put on an alien show for you. Yeah, just all you got to do is let me probe you. Yeah, no, uh, you know, just let me know your limits. Yeah. <laughs> we can't figure out it. The safe word is Excelsior. <laughs> exactly. Dude, he could have made some cash just doing it legally like that. Because you know there's people out there that are just like, dude, I want the alien experience. Absolutely. And he, he wouldn't he wouldn't be in jail. Yeah, exactly. Craigslist. Craigslist. Yeah. If only back in the 50s he had known about Craigslist. Yeah. 
Oh, this was back in the 50s or the 60s. The 60s? For, for, for Even like, in the 60s, it would have been like, because of the sexual revolution and all that shit, it would have been like, if he would have told people like, hey, I got this weird ass kink that I like doing. Yeah. So you let me, you know, throw a couple hits of acid in you. You know, I'll come out, I'll pretend I'm an alien, I'll give you a little probe. Then I'll be on my way. Yeah, I feel like even in the 60s, being um, sodomized by strangers in alien costumes still wasn't, like, something people were into. I mean, I, yes, there's some folks that are into that. I don't know. Some people were into it. So I had, a, I had a teacher that was part of that whole 60s revolution, and she was into some fucking pretty weird shit. Like a... Like... Like a grade school teacher? No, like a college teacher. Okay, cool. And she was into some pretty weird fucking peyote orgy fucking shit. Yeah, no, I get that. I get that. All right? I'm just, I'm going to say for everybody, I get the peyote orgy thing. <laughs> I don't get, I would have loved to have been part of that. Yeah, I don't get the being abducted by aliens and probed thing. Well, I'm just saying if like he would have just came out and told people about his little fetish... Yeah, I like dressing up as an alien. But also, fucking... I, I think for him, probably, and I can't speak for him, but I'm going to speak for him. <laughs> I think for him, probably part of the excitement, part of like the, yeah, I'm doing this, hunt? was the hunt. Yeah, I can see that. But he could still set it up to where, I mean, if you were smart about it, like you could still set it up to where, like, you could just set it up. Like, I'm not going to tell you when I'm going to abduct you, but just know at some point... <laughs> If you're okay with it, and the safe word is what? Excelsior. All right. And if you don't want me to abduct you, you just say the safe word, and I'm on my way. I'm out the door. Nothing will happen to you. But just know, somewhere down the line, because you agreed to this, I'm going to I'm gonna abduct you, and I'm going to approve you. I'm going to abduct you. Like, I just feel like if you just told people... Like, maybe it's because maybe I'm just thinking nowadays terms. Like, I'm pretty sure, like, if you tell people, like, hey, I have this weird thing, I want to just fucking abduct people. Yeah. An alien problem. And then I'll just send you out of your way. No, nowadays with the internet, you could probably get plenty of people to just consent to that. Yeah. Because, I mean, there's a, speaking of the weird shit on the internet, there's this thing on the internet called uh, pantywaste.com. What's it's it called? Panty, it's like pantywaste.com. Pantywaste.com. Anyway. Girls sell their used panties. Mm -hmm. Like, and you could, like, if, and there's this, like, a subscription thing where you could, like, every week you get a new pair of panties. Every, every month. Oh, for, every like, 15 month. bucks, you get, right. like, four pairs of new panties. <clears throat> and you could ask the girl to put kind of, like, kind of put any kind of scent in them. Like, like, <laughs> I want, um, you know, any kind of, like, weird scent you could think of, you could kind of... I don't know how I got on the website. I think I was just surfing the web, and I came across... I don't know. Don't ask me. No, no. I, I, the internet is a weird place. And anyway, I think I places. went down a rabbit hole somehow, and I wound up, and I was like, do people actually, like, do this? Like, is there a subscription? Like, I so I checked it out, right? I wanted to check it out because I was, like, I was just curious. Curiosity got the best of me. Dude, there's this. I watched this interview with this girl on YouTube who doesn't. She makes 15 grand a month. God damn. 15 grand a month? 15 grand a month. That's good money. Just like doing shit with their panties and like you literally like doing, throwing some skid marks in their panties. Yeah. Maybe some period stuff in there. You know what though? Like, but the more you ask for it, like they, they add it on to like your, your charge, right? right? So say you're just a simple dude and you just want some panties with some vajay, vajayjay smell. Yep. 
just simple the JJ smell. I think that's like five bucks, and then you could order off the. It's like a menu. You could order up like add in a little PP, six bucks. You know what I mean? Add in a little skid marks. I think you're talking like ten bucks or something like that. But like there are some weird dudes out there, and they made me realize like there are some weird dudes out there. Like, how do you explain like? Like, I'm assuming they all live by themselves, because I'm assuming if you're ordering panties off the internet, you don't want your significant other to see them. But I also am assuming there might be that one rare dude who is married that just orders them online and gets them sent to a goddamn P.O. box. Yeah. Because he just likes it. Also, in China, you could just get them out of a vending machine. I think you're thinking of Japan. Japan, sorry. Yeah. Japan, you could just get panties out of a vending machine. They got the vending machines of the future, man. They do. You can get anything like in Japan anything. out of a vending machine. Yeah. Like, that's the shit right there. When I was in Japan, man, you get a, a pack of cigs and a beer. Out of a vending machine? Yeah. Damn. Fuck yeah. That is a that is a good vending machine. Good vending machine. But, yeah, so I was on this site, and it's like, so this interview with this girl she was talking about, she made... She makes like 15 grand from doing this, but she's, and the guy was like, well, I mean, how much do you spend in panties? And she's like, oh, I just go to Ross. And, uh, yeah, we're, we're there. We're, we're running out of time. We are running out of time. Anyway, maybe we'll just leave that one for next episode because we're just going to keep this one about 30 minutes. Yeah. But, uh, if you want panties, go to Ross. Yeah. Or if you want, or if you want panties sent to you with some kind of stink on them, Go to paintingwaste.com. Also, like, you can email us. We can arrange that. Yeah. For 15 grand a month. Fuck yeah. yeah. And if you have stuff you want to talk about, email us. And we'll talk about your stuff. Yeah. You know, you got phobia. You have something you don't want to talk about with somebody else. Send us an yeah. email. We'll talk about it in public on yeah. the internet. Yeah. We'll leave your name out of it. Yeah. Okay. That's all. All right. That hey. is it. Thanks all right. Thanks. Listening. Don't Bye-bye. shake yourself. Bye.